Yes, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Callum Sully podcast. Today we are talking about the state of fitness during the pandemic. Which is a funny term because it's not really in a state in the sense of the fitness industry itself back in the summer was the busiest I've ever seen it. However, here we are now in January, which is notably Jim's busiest time, right? It's the busiest time of the year for fitness. So, you know, if we look at the hospitality industry, the hospitality industry usually has its busiest time around Christmas, okay, Uh, and the summer, but definitely Christmas. Whereas the fitness industry, well, and then the hospitality industry as a rule tends to die out around this time of the year because people have spent all their money, they've been out, you know, Christmas parties, Christmas has just happened, January is a long-ass month. So I've worked in hospitality, I've worked as a chef, I've worked in bars, um, so I've seen it. I've seen people get laid off this time of year if they work in you know, your bigger hospitality industries. I've seen, you know, just empty bars. The fitness industry, however, is completely different. The fitness industry has a few peaks of the year. The main one is January. There's one in usually about May and then September. The May one is because it's the start of summer. People are getting ready for their holidays. And the one in September is usually because the summer holidays are over, kids go back to school, and people want to catch up on their fitness ready for the Christmas parties, etc. So that's the pattern I personally see, and that's what the statistics show within the fitness industry, particularly around gyms uh, and in-person training. But without a shadow of a doubt, January is the holy grail of fitness, right? And normally that's great. Everyone's got a New Year, New Me resolution, and 90% of those are to lose the weight that people gained over Christmas. So it makes sense that in January, it's ramped. Now, I used to work in a gym, right? I used to work in a a hotel-based gym. And we used to have a big sign-up book. And every month, there was names. People would sign up every month. You know, it's a busy gym. But you saw the sign-up book in January. And it was about eight pages long. Both sides. Compared to the other months. That's how bad... That's that, well, not bad, but that's what we're talking. That's the level that we're talking about here. When it comes to January. That's how many people flock to the gyms. Flock to personal trainers. Flock to online stuff. You know, YouTube videos. To get fit, to burn off Christmas. And because it's a fresh year, you know, this year is going to be the year I'm going to get myself in shape. This year is the year I'm going to get myself fit and, you know, look after my health. It happens every year. And by February, you usually watch all those names that signed up in January tend to cancel by then. But those that stay go on to discover their fitness for the rest of the year. And I see that all the time too. This year, however, 2021, a 
positive sequel to 2020, I think we'd all agree. Such high hopes coming into this year. And, and look, I'm not going to crush anybody's spirits. I still am positive that we will get out of this this year. I am positive. Whether you believe it or not, that's you know it's up to you. But I, that gives me some comfort. But it wasn't going to happen in January. So here we are, January, what should be the busiest time for the fitness industry after what has been a diabolical year. I think we could all agree. And gyms have to close again. Gyms across the country, if, if you're listening in the UK, you'll understand... If you're listening internationally, then this may not relate to you, but here in the UK, gyms are now closed for the first quarter of the year, which I would suggest is the most important quarter of the year. And I'm here in my gym now. I own a gym. I'm here in an empty gym, and it's eerie. What should be at this time of year... A noisy, busy, you know, atmospheric place. I'm now sat here alone talking to my podcast listeners with my coffee. So, not to put a down on anything, but of course that's what I mean by state of fitness. Now, a positive of fitness, however, is that fitness actually has had a spike this year in terms of people who are now focusing on their fitness. And a lot of that's going to be to do with the virus, of course. We know we need a better immune system. We know we need to lose body fat. We know we need to give our body a fighting chance, should we catch it, to avoid hospitalisation and, of course, potentially death, right? It's a scary concept, but we all know it. We don't need the media to tell us. We don't need the government to tell us. We already know that. We've known that for years. But it took a worldwide pandemic to really get people going. And the proof of that is when we opened up this place, my gym, at the end of July, August saw our greatest month that we've ever had. And I've been open here for three years. And that's amazing. Because what that was, I mean, nothing was ever going to erase the damage done during the first lockdown, but it was amazing to see so many people, fresh faces, so many people like coming to get fit. It was great. So this pandemic has done some positive in that sense. So the fitness isn't necessarily a complete state, so to speak. But... It is in a state, in a sense of, A, the businesses, and two, morale, motivation. I just did a live workout before. I just did a live workout for my gym members. I had no one. Not, there was a couple that were joining the cancelled. And that's so hard to see. And I know why. I know why. Because people have had enough. They've had enough, they want the gym back, and there's nothing to train for. 
There's nothing to get fit for, which is strange because really we should just be looking to get fit anyway. But the irony being, well, there is a great irony there, right? We know we need exercise to make us feel good, to make us get, you know, achieve. It releases loads of feel-good chemicals in the brain, dopamine, you know, and you get a self sense of self-achievement, which will stick with you for the entire day, not even week. But we're struggling to get motivated to do that because we just think to ourselves, what's the point? What are we training for? We can't go anywhere, we can't go out, we can't dress up and make ourselves look nice and go out to see our friends. We can't do anything. We're either at home or we're working. And if we're working, we're probably not doing that either. So I understand that. That is evident. Both online and in person, I'm seeing it all over. However, the irony is, as I say... We need to be moving, we need to exercise, we need to be controlling our fitness, not only for our motivation and our mental health right now, but also for our physical health. There is still a virus out there. Despite, if you're listening to this, what you believe on COVID, it is still out there. Okay. So what can we do? Yeah, it's not all doom and gloom. What can we do? Well... We can do online workouts. We can work out from home. I know I know, people are sick of that. But let me remind you guys that I've been doing online workouts, online programs for over three years. Well before a pandemic was even a thing back last year. So online working, working out from home has been working for years. In fact... I've been a personal trainer for five years, right? And I've worked with a lot of in-person clients. You know, my first couple of years, I was a one-to-one trainer. I worked with in-person, just a one-to-one personal trainer. I worked with about 50 to 60 people in that first year. And I also opened up a gym three years ago. And, of course, I've had, you know, over 100 to 200 people in and out of this place in in that time but I have gotten the most success in my results online now think about that despite having people there in front of me I have gotten more success in terms of results for clients testimonials online now that's not to say that it's better that's not what I'm saying um, I think the actual physical training with a personal trainer or going to a gym has so many more benefits, so many more benefits. However, what it, what I'm suggesting is that technically you don't need to. People go to the gym for many reasons, but the main reason they go to a gym is A, community, to feel a part of something. B, to have a hobby, something that they go and do for themselves outside of their life, their family, uh, work commitments, etc. Um, and then a C, it just makes them feel good to use all these bits of equipment. It's a, you know, it's a change-up. And I think D is just because they feel they belong to something. I know it kind of ties in with community, but they belong to something. They have a membership somewhere. They're a part of something bigger. But people don't necessarily go to the gym to get results. Okay. 
Though in my gym here we have created phenomenal results, for the most part our members come here because it makes them feel good about themselves. Okay, They feel stronger, fitter, healthier. But online is where I've gotten the most weight loss results. And that is absolute fact. Okay, So why am I telling you that? I'm telling you that because don't shoo it away right now. You need it. Okay, but other things we can do is yoga, Pilates, more mild forms of exercise. Doesn't have to be hit training. Doesn't have to be Joe Wicks. It doesn't have to be Davina McCall. Not that I have a problem with those. Doesn't have to be hit training, insanity. It can be mild, just stuff that makes you move your body. Mild form of resistance. Mild form of cardio aerobic training and it can be yoga pilates which i'm a massive fan of those you can do them online for free you can go and i should really support more um, i have more smaller yoga friends that i should really plug here but it's not fair to plug one of them because i know about 10 so i'll go with one that is free on youtube and it, you may have heard of it yoga with Adrian, and she is awesome, and she puts 30 day yoga programs on YouTube, I mean she gets paid from YouTube, so <laughs> that's why she'd put so many on, but she's great, and that's something you can do without spending a penny, there's always something you can do, alright, I ran a free 7 day challenge, um, which is just, as I, as I record this, I am still doing, and I got 30 people, I should have got 200 people. It was free. It cost nothing. Why did I not get 100 to 200 people? Because of what I mentioned before, the state of fitness right now. People just are not motivated. So trying something new as well. Going out for walks, bike ride. We know the stuff. We've already been told, haven't we? Cardio is very, very important anyway. Um, and I think I know it's cold. But we need to go out anyway. Wrap up, get a scarf on, get a hat on, shoes, boots. Wrap up, take a flask, take a hot drink, a coffee, and go and have a walk. Put your headphones in and listen to this podcast, if that, or, or any other podcast. Audio books, whatever it is, your favourite playlist, get out. And sometimes I listen to my Calm app, and there's a walking meditation feature on there and sometimes when I walked to work in the early hours of morning when I was open I'd listen to that and it was great and the other thing we can do of course is focus on nutrition guys fitness and particularly rate you know any change of your weight weight gain weight loss you know 75 to 80 percent of that's going to come from your diet anyway exercise stimulus of course plays a good a huge part but most of your diet is going to be responsible for that. So focus on your nutrition right now. Which brings me to the next sort of part of this episode that I want to discuss. And that is an issue that, you know, a question I get asked a lot right now, which is, you know, how to, how, what is the best way to eat right now, healthy, whilst the kids are off school? So 
I guess that being that is more based around this the idea that of course if the kids are off school, they're going to be hungry all the time. You've got to cook for them, and as we all know, children are famously fussy, most of them, and trying to eat healthy, trying to focus on your own fitness when you've got children to feed, maybe your husband or wife are at home, and you know they may be a bit on a different goal to you, they may be a bit fussy, I get it, it can be very, very difficult. So my tips there is, A, don't put too much pressure on yourself. You don't need to eat chicken and broccoli five days a week. You don't need to be giving up chocolate and alcohol, the things that you pro- that probably make you feel really good right now. Why would you do that? People don't gain weight because they eat chocolate or they drink. They gain weight because they get stupid with it. Because they overindulge. It's that simple. The absolute number one reason people become overweight is because of overindulgence and laziness. It's that simple. There's no, it's not an underactive thyroid. It's not insulin resistance. Those things may play a part in differences on the scale weight, but at the end of the day, the only reason you're gaining weight is you, right? Your choices. And a lot of it comes down to habit too. And sometimes, right now, and I've been very conscious of what I'm posting on my social media right now because I'm seeing other personal trainers posting, oh, all these healthy meals you can cook. Yeah, that's all good and well, mate. But, you know, right now people are furloughed. They're on very little money. They can't afford all these gourmet meals from a recipe book. So I'm very conscious of what I post on my social media because of that reason. I'm always stopping and thinking, you know, should I be looking at this from a different angle? And most of the time I should. But one tip I will give you is it can be done, all right? We can still meal prep. Now, what I will suggest is less of the frozen meals, guys, okay? Homemade food. It doesn't have to be, you know, chicken and salad. It can be a chilli. It can be a cottage pie or shepherd's pie. It can be a lasagna. It doesn't matter as long as you freshly made it. And it's got your good, you know, your blend of macronutrients in. And you're keeping an eye on the calories. It's still classed as meal prep. What would be worse is not prepping anything. And then you just are forced to just have whatever's in the fridge or freezer. And throwing it in. And the amount of calories you're going to gain from doing so from all these you know all these foods that have preservatives in is ridiculous so eat home cooked meals no it doesn't have to be full of i mean it's always a good idea to go with meat veg and and, and a good car- complex carbohydrate right but these are these are trying times and we have to ease off that pressure a little bit and this is what i'm not seeing enough fitness professionals preach okay so, don't put too much pressure on yourself, is what I'm saying there. And use this time to try out new things. Alright, I know I said before you don't have to get a gourmet recipe book, but there's no reason why you can't sit down with the family and say, look, we all need to plan our food out together throughout this 
situation that we're in, in lockdowns. And we all need to find a balance and meet each other halfway. And if you all sit down, get a pad and paper out, and write down the foods that people are willing to try, it can work. Why don't people do that? Oh, my kids won't sit down and do that. Oh, my husband won't budge. No, it's excuses. We're too lazy to try it. And this brings me back to what I just said. The reason people gain weight is because of overindulgence and laziness. It's that simple. So we have to try and combat it the best way we can. Callum, I can't, you know, I haven't got time to do that. I'm not in the mood to do that. Right, fine. Then don't win. It's that simple. It is that simple. You will win when you try what you you try the best to do what you can do. So I'm now gonna kind of move back onto gyms a little bit because that is the big part of the state of fitness right now. When I say state of fitness, the first thing people come to is gyms. And you know, my gym's closed. Wherever you are listening, if you're listening in the UK, your gym is also closed. If you're listening over in America, which I know some some listeners are, it depends on your state, of course. But here in the UK, our gyms are closed. So what does that mean? Now, I'm not going to sit here and suggest that you give your un, undevoted support to them. Because at the end of the day, you've got to look after yourself and you've got to put your family first. All right? But just remember... Just remember, when gyms are gone, they're gone. And they're probably not going to reopen. Now, we are fortunate because we have had chance to open. Um, and, you know, we keep getting closed. You know, the hospitality industry, pubs and stuff have suffered. Night venues have suffered a hell of a lot more than, than the fitness industry has. And the fitness industry will win. People will always want to get fit. That's not going to go away anytime soon. But there are ways to support your gym right now. That doesn't mean you have to stay with them. But what you can do is support them in other ways. Keep them alive in a sense of likes, comments, shares. Engage with their content. If if your gym owners, your personal trainers are putting posts out, you know, social media is horrible. Facebook just wants business owners to pay for their, their content. And Instagram's not much better, it's owned by Facebook, right? So what I mean by that is, if you see your coaches, your gym owners posting, just give it a like, give it a share, because that engagement boosts that post so that more people can see that content, okay? Same can be said with check-ins, right? If you're doing an online workout, if your gym right now, or your personal trainer is doing online exercises... Check into their page, even if you're not actually going to them physically. Check in and then put a little comment, online workout. Because again, this boosts engagement. This keeps them in people's minds so that when the world does reopen, when the lockdowns stop, they're still relevant. Business owners, particularly small business owners right now, are really struggling. Really struggling. And please don't buy into... What the Chancellor's saying, you know, with all these grants as if it's going to fix anything. You know, this latest grant for businesses that are under 15,000 
of a rateable value, which is most small businesses, by the way. They're receiving four grand for a lockdown that's potentially going to last us till past March. That barely covers the rent. It may sound a lot. When they say it, they'll be like, oh, up to £9,000. And a lot of people will be like, oh, well, bus- you know, the self-employed business owners have got it got it good. No. No, no, no. Trust me, furlough's better. Furlough is better. Because these businesses have a lot of expenses and bills to pay that that grant is not going to cover. Now, again, we're fortunate. The fitness industry is fortunate. A lot of people still have gym members that are standing by them, and, 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 you know, we do, and we massively appreciate ours. I was already an online trainer anyway, so shifting my gym members online was an easy thing to do. It was quite comfortable. Yeah, they don't want to do it, because that's not what they pay for. They, they pay to come to a gym. However, it was an easier transition to do. I know a lot of gym owners had never done it before. They never saw this coming. So they've struggled. So engage with the post, check in, and just hang on tight. If you are still paying a gym membership and money is tight because of your own personal troubles, I get it. The first thing usually on a chopping block is a gym membership. But the irony is, is people will still spend their money on takeaways right now. And I find that amazing. People will cancel a gym membership because they're looking and going, I need to make some cuts. Well, the gym's not open, so I'll get rid of it. Understandable. But if you're then still getting a KFC Domino's numerous times in the month, then you've got your priorities wrong. Big time. The fact that these places are even classed as essential and allowed to open and gyms can't is an absolute travesty. An absolute travesty. The fact I have to... Sit here now in an empty gym and go home because I can't do much here. I can only come up here to do what I can't really work from home, i.e. workouts and stuff. I can't be jumping about in my living room. I've got neighbours, you know, family, not enough space. But it's hard for me to leave this building, which I will be doing after this podcast, and locking my door to my empty gym. In, the, in what should be my busiest period of the year and drive past Domino's that can stay open and has done for the whole time. That, sorry for the profanity, pisses me off. So, for that reason, comments, shares and also leave a review. You know, you've probably seen Anthony Joshua, you know, advertising Google reviews Um you know, we have Google reviews. It's not something I push very often, um, but it is a good idea. <clears throat> More so Facebook reviews. Leave a review. You know, these are things that cost absolutely nothing right now and is a way to support your gym or any of your local businesses. It's the same, not just for gyms. Any local business, you can do the same thing. If you see the content, give it a like, give it a share, maybe even a comment. It costs nothing. Most of us are scrolling through social media during lockdown anyway, so you may as well. It really helps. So that's all I wanted to talk about today in terms of terms uh, the, the state of fitness. To sum up, there's not really a state of fitness right now. The only state is that not enough people are doing it. And they're not doing it because they're fed up. There's no motivation, but there is a light at the tunnel, guys. This vaccine, right now, this vaccine's in a race with the virus. 
And the virus is winning because it's been around for longer. But eventually, the vaccine will win. And normal life, regardless of if you listen to this and you don't believe, and that's absolutely fine, it's your opinion. But my strong opinion, and I have to think like this, I can't afford to not think like this, is we will be back. And I'm hoping, I'm praying, touch wood, this is the final lockdown. Last sip of my coffee. I'm hoping this is the final lockdown. Whenever that may end. And I'm hoping the weather will warm up. People will be itching to get back into their fitness. And you can go back to your gym. And please do that. Please do that because your gyms need you. And they need you even more so. When we can when, when the gym doors can when gyms can open their doors again, they are gonna need you more than ever. They're gonna need your friends, your family, anyone you can recommend, get them to that gym. Because a lot of gyms, and I already know of a few, have not survived this lot this pandemic. They're already closed their doors. Done. And that's sad. A facility that helps people helps benefit their mental and physical health, has had to close the doors, and again, other essential businesses, mainly your big corporations that are finding loopholes, are allowed to remain open. And I don't want them places to close because that's job losses. I don't want people to lose their job. But it's just sad that people have had to make sacrifices where others haven't. Now, what can we do in the meantime, guys? I will have a little plug-in here. Um, by the time you listen to this, if you listen to this early, I do have the return of my popular flagship program, The Work Off. It's helped hundreds of people. Okay, hundreds. Um, it is celebrating its third year anniversary. So three years ago, three years ago, I created an online group program. Didn't know how it was going to go. I took on 10 people and said, look, this is the first thing for me. This is just an idea at this point. If you get results at the end, you can get your money back. Because I made them t- give me a deposit. All I want in return is you to share your, story, your success story. And the rest was history. From that, it became a business. And a business I'm proud of because of how many people I've helped. And it's amazing um, for job satisfaction. So, I always take a break over Christmas. The last one I did was in uh, November. It is back on the 1st of February, the Work Off 29, the 29th group. So the next group is a milestone too, because that would be the 30th group. But this group is uh, on the 3rd anniversary, because I started it at the end of January. Technically, I started it sort of mid-January, but it's the same thing. So if you're interested in that, that is six weeks. It's a six-week online program over a Facebook group. Go and check it out at www.calumsullyfitness.com slash theworkoff. Go and check that out. You can also find the links in the description of this episode and in my bio on my Instagram. And go and check it out, okay? Six weeks for £60. That's £10 a week to get phenomenal results, okay? And as I say, just think about what else people spend £10 a week on. I can think of many things, right? A Domino's pizza is about £12 to £13 if you're getting a large one. I am cheaper than a Domino's pizza. Think about that, right? So um, 
that's going to be on the 1st of February. I will open up the doors um, on Monday. So it depends when you're listening to this. They might already be open. Go and check it out. Um, give me a follow on Instagram, guys. Um, and a like on my Facebook page if you haven't already. And, uh, yeah, tell people about the podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, share it. Subscribe if you haven't already. I I appreciate all of it, particularly right now. Uh, next week, we've got another guest on. Okay. Um, we have a an American um, fitness professional. I'm really excited to have her on. So stay tuned for next week's episode. And I'll be doing more of these solo episodes because I had good feedback after the Christmas special. So I'm doing a nice blend, I think, of the solo ones, which is just essentially me just having a rant to a camera, and and then also my guest episodes, my interview episodes with guests from across the world um, within fitness, um, mental and and physical. And, And I enjoy those too. So that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I've got the sun beaming in my eyes now. Um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, I do apologise. If you're listening on audio, you wouldn't have noticed anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'll check in with you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, have the best day. Stay healthy, stay fit, and most importantly, stay safe. Goodbye. Welcome back to another episode of the Callum Sully Podcast. This is episode 8. Today I'm joined by a special guest. and Normally I'm joined by professionals in certain fields, but the reason why I really hope you'll look forward to this episode is because my guest is is none of them. Um, my guest is someone who has actually been a client. Um, someone who was you know, overweight, unhappy with himself, um, facing some health difficulties, and you know started taking action and managed to lose a hundred pounds uh, alongside his help from his own personal trainer trainer saber you can go follow on instagram um he's from canada and he's got an incredible story to tell and he so much that he's actually gone and written a book about it because he wants to impact everyone else just what his journey was like and how other people can you know embark on the same journey Great episode, great conversation. Um, I'm gonna have to get him on again um, in season two just to find out how well he did. Um, so, ears up, coffee on the table, let's go. Calm Sully podcast episode eight with my guest, David Rice.